Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Happy Sunday to everyone. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Sunday, March 29th, 2020. Um, If you'd like to join us in the chat room along with Ollie, and uh, please visit TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on the Listen Live button above UNAM's picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, We welcome your questions to UNAM. Just follow the prompts and you will be on the switchboard. Hey, Josh in Germany, good to see you as well. Start with Benson-esque guitar skills, add just a hint of Sinatra's smile, a touch of Buble's sophisticated swagger, and a real real jazz with a real swing, and what you have is magic. What you have is UNAM Goes Big Band, and that is the name of his new release. UNAM, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hey, hi, Terry. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, listen, I was excited to talk to you about this. Total departure from all of your previous releases. Just something totally different for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's you know, it's sometimes you have like things that only happen in your life. You know, out of the blue, which is some opportunity that that just pops out. You know, and, and whatever, and then it's always up to you to decide what you want to do with it. Yeah. And that's what happened last uh, last last spring. You know, um, I, I mean, we we will go back in you know in more details, I guess, uh, in the few. But yeah, it just happened like that, and uh, I decided to give it a go and and have fun with it. You know, it's very uh, different, that's for sure. For sure. Now, I want to start with mm-hmm. the cover, the CD cover. Is that you mm-hmm. on the cover? <laughs> yes, it's me. <laughs> and there's no, there's no, you know, I've been, I've been like, I, I went like uh, on the, on the diet for like almost two years now, uh, intermittent fasting, and I've been like working out and, and training every day, running like five, seven miles a day training like crazy, whatever. So there's no retouch, there's nothing. That's me. <laughs> wow. That looks uh-huh. awesome. That looks really good. You, you know, it reminded me of a of a band. Sometimes they would have like conductors. And that, that picture mm-hmm. reminded me something out of an Ed Sullivan era or, or a Benny Goodman era time. That picture was oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept looking at like you name, but who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun, you know. I, I decided, you know, because of the project, I said, okay, I'll give it a go. And but I have to go all the way, you know, and do it right. So I cut my hair, you know, and then went back to like it's not like a bit darker than my natural color, and you know, really to give like that real look, you know, from like the yeah, like forties, fifties. You know, like Sinatra, whatever, you know, Martin, whatever, you know, stuff like that. So uh, even like, um, like the tuxedo and stuff like that, which 
<laughs> people knowing me, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't wear a suit much. <laughs> so um, it was really, really fun to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even it doesn't even look like you. It's it's it just it's really nice. <laughs> That's the new me. That's what it is. <laughs> wow. That's pretty uh-huh. cool. I like that. That's pretty cool. Okay, so let's Thank go you. back to the spring. And what mm-hmm. made you decide to go big band? Well, uh, well okay, two, two little things first. I always love big band music. I'm a huge fan of big band music. It turns out then when I was in, uh, uh, in, uh, in my uh, jazz school in, in Paris like a long time ago, uh, I took like two two years arrangement, big band arrangement and stuff like that. So I'm very aware about it. Uh, not a lot of people know that, but you know I've been trained. But you know that would never be something that I would do on my own. You know I was always thinking, well, you know what, I'll do some, I'll go back and do some real jazz when I get old. You know I'm like I have too much energy. You know me and I like funky stuff. So I'm like, okay. mm-hmm. but but I, I, actually last spring I was I was touring. And uh, just received an email out of the blue when I was actually I was stuck. Um, I was playing the perfect note in um, in Bur- Birmingham, Alabama, and um, and uh, there was nothing much, you know, around the the the, the hotel. So I was stuck at the hotel, you know, just like watching TV, you know, and this, you know, and uh, and uh, whatever. And then received an email out of the blue, like like some guy from Estonia, like a yellow thing. You need to do this album. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, this is not the way it works. Let me check it out. What is this? And he was like so passionate about it. Uh, Send me like a like what I call like a novel. You know, like a, the email was like very long and detailed and whatever stuff like that. I say, well, uh, let me check it out. Okay, let me check it out. So um, I'll check it out. Then it was more than 20 songs, and I said, well. This is freaking amazing, you know. Let me see what I can do with that, you know. And he really wanted to um, me to do it, um, and we'll go back to it because I know you get a bunch of questions, but I, I'll, I'll tell you more about it. But basically, came out out of the blue, and um, that's a project that has been done um, uh, a few years ago in Estonia, uh, and I'll go I'll go back to it to explain what it is. But basically, uh, uh, real short. Uh, happens that this person, this guy, his name is Nick Targo, is the is the founder and CEO of what is the equivalent for like a, a, the author society uh, in Estonia. Uh, okay. And so that's people, you know, that's the equivalent of ASCAP or BMI here. Okay. And okay. it was founded, I think, like 25 years ago, and we decided for like the 25th anniversary to take all the Estonia's most famous Estonian songs from like the last 50 years and have a panel. It was more than a hundred songs and people in Estonia, uh, uh, you know, like voted, you know, for their best one or whatever. And we decided to take, I think there was the top 20, top 30 and rearrange them in, in a jazz way and big band way. And it started like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Some music, and then I want to ask you about the band um, afterwards. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with mm-hmm. just start with track one. It's called Something Right. Tell me about this one. Um, 
it's one of the it's, it's one of the one that has that is very swing and very sinatra you know uh thing um it's <clears throat> on on all the songs no matter what and i'll go back to that because i think mick really what what he really wanted me to do that project is that it was all all about the melodies because this is songs basically and and, and there was uh, vocals or whatever and it was a challenge to uh, try to uh, tell the story, you know, with an instrument, you know. So <laughs> I guess I guess that's really what what he wanted. So that was the big challenge on all the songs. But this one is really more like a really swing big band, like with a fabulous uh, intro, and that's why I did put it number one because it's like it really set up the mood for the album, you know. Okay. All right, so from UNAM's latest release, brand new release, UNAM Goes Big Band, this is Something Right.
was something right from guitarist UNAM's new release, UNAM Goes Big Band. And Joshin in the chat room said, man, everything that guy plays sounds great. I'm afraid that would even be the case if he would try bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk about the band now. Did you go to Estonia to record this, or was the band here in the states? No, 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 no. So the the big band is is one of the most famous big band in Germany. So it's uh the, the arranger and conductor. His name is Lutz uh, Krajinski. Uh, he's a famous. He has a famous big band in Germany. And what happens, I believe, from what I, I do understand, when uh, Mick Targo, uh, the initiator of the project. Uh, decided to like take those top 20 best Estonian songs um, uh, that people you know in Estonia voted for whatever they decided to go jazz and I guess I, I, I'm not sure how he found Lutz and, and what was the story behind it but he, they got in contact they worked on the project for a long time that I know at least like two years almost two years and, I, and they recorded everything uh, in, in Germany and um, I, I, yeah, I'll tell you more about that because we did different. And, and first, it was in Estonian. I mean, the language, all the songs were in Estonian. So, so basically, that was the thing about uh, uh, the band. So, okay. So mm-hmm. with the, so you just like recorded your part and and okay. Ended so a- okay, okay. So so what happened? Yes, what happened? Yeah, to make it more clear, uh, what happened then? Because they had that, that that project done, it was like in in Estonian, like a said, language, and they did some uh, English version of it. And mm-hmm. what happened is that when when I decided to do it, uh, I, you know, I, you know, I, I talked with Mick. I said, okay, you know, but I'll do it on my own because uh, it, even like it was mixed for more like a, I would say European um, audience. And you know, here in the U.S., even if it's jazz or whatever, we we hear things a little bit differently, <laughs> sounds wise. And um, and and asked him to like send me what we call the stems. Uh, so basically, it was all the instruments separated, but not everything, you know. But like some of it, you know, like drums, bass, you know, the horns, whatever. And um, so I had all that, and then recorded all my parts, and then you know, uh, to the final mix. You know. So did he send you a chart to play to, or did you uh, write the music yourself? No, 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 no. I didn't write anything. Like I said, this is all, okay. and that's what really, really what struck me at first. It is old Estonian songs from like any anywhere from like the forties to like even like the eighties. Those ones is more like forties, fifties, whatever. It's even like songs that some of the the, the songwriter were like prisoner in the USSR and whatever. It's like a crazy story, you know. With all those guys, they had like. And, 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 and they came out and they were famous at some point, but some of the stories are incredible, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. everyone, actually, you know what, what I think about it, if you want to uh, uh, read more about it, because I'm like, there's like so much going on that, uh, get to go to uh, uh, EstoniaEvergreen.com, I believe. So, uh, let me double check the website and they get all the information. Yes, EstoniaEvergreen.com. Um, and they get all the story about everybody or whatever stuff like that. So no, no, no. What I was really impressed is that the way it as well. I love 
it's like the songs were beautiful and 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 to me that's i mean you know we we, we talked many times sorry and you know that my main thing and i say it all the time it's the melody first i mean i can i can play all the crazy whatever stuff we can go funky whatever but me if there's no melody i'm not interested so <clears throat> and that's what struck me it's all original songs written by estonian songwriters and it was just you know beautiful so i said yeah you know i'm like yeah okay because so, i'm just trying to mm-hmm. understand how mm-hmm. how you um i mean were you covering like i'm just trying to understand how the, the guitar mm-hmm. came plays into this was there already a guitarist in this band and you're just no 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 know, no playing no, no, that no, music? It's me, it's me. no 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 basically basically it's it's like doing a cover Okay. Okay. So like okay. a vocal cover, except that I get all the original music and recording and okay. making it as making it, making it as a new project. So I have to come up. That's what was the, the, the challenge, and that's what Mick Tarwell like always told me. They said he said, "I want you because you're a great storyteller." That was not about anything mm-hmm. else. And it was like he was pretty sure that I can really like. Uh, transcend and, and, and find a way to tell the story with just the guitar. That's why you hear me like sometimes like on something right that we just played I start very low you know in the low register of the guitar because you know that's the same melody this is songs so the verse is the same basically and the chorus whatever but to make it more interesting go, going into the guitar playing whatever so the first one I just playing like very low you know in the low register so it's one note you know at the time and then maybe I go higher, so so it pops up now. And for like example, on the on the chorus, I'm playing octaves, uh, uh, which is playing two notes at the same time, one in the high register and one an octave down, and it goes on and, and on like that. So so it's basically like the song is is going up, you know, like the energy is coming up, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that. So um, so that's 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 what I try to do on all the songs, by the way. Yeah. So, did you find it challenging to play music of that genre um, as opposed to your style, you know, the way you normally play and usually play? Actually, no. That's 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 what a lot of people don't get about me. Is that I, I started playing R and B and pop and funk, you know, uh, you know, obviously, and uh, but I studied jazz a long time. I just I just didn't stick with it uh, because that was not the kind of music I wanted to uh, to mm-hmm. to make or you know play or whatever, but I can't mm-hmm. do it. You know, I, you know, I, it's like it's like a few years ago. Um, I had I had that. I don't know if he's, maybe he was li- he's listening. If he if he's listening, he's like, I say hi, Hokun. Uh, but um, a, a few years ago, I got one guy that called me out of the blue. His name is Hokun Graf, and he said. Oh man, you know, like blah blah blah. Um, I had that band in the '90s that was very like famous fusion, whatever. And uh, we can't have like the the, the former uh, guitar player, or whatever. And, and the band was like with like you know jazz uh, drummer legend uh, Dennis Chambers with Gary Granger on bass and whatever stuff like that. He called me out of the blue. I'm playing. I'm doing smooth jazz. You know, everybody's like, oh yeah. But he said, no, no, because you can't really play. I can hear that you can play all those stuff. And we did tour like uh, you know all the East Coast went to to uh, to Russia whatever we did like for two years played everywhere and but people doesn't know I can't do that it's just that it's not my 
it's, it's not it's not my my I don't know natural you know vibe. I just like grooving and playing or whatever. But so no, I, I didn't find it very challenging. You know what? What was challenging to me is really try to uh, emphasize the melody because the playing okay. you know is like you know playing is playing. You know, so anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's take a listen to another song, and this one is called Dance, and this one is the first one going to radio? Yes, absolutely, yes, yes. Yes, that was okay. the one song that was a, 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 a bit different, get a, like a soul jazz vibe, you know, almost like a 60s, you know, uh, you know, soul jazz vibe. I really loved it. But maybe, you know, I added my stuff. You can hear all of the wah-wah guitar stuff that I added, you know, it's me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, this is called dance.
there you have it. That is Dance from Guitarist UNAM's new release, UNAM Goes Big Band. If you'd like to call in with a question for UNAM, then phone number is 646-716-5485. Just follow the prompts, and you will be brought in onto the switchboard. So now, UNAM, with this CD, um, while you were making these songs and recording these songs, was Dance your original choice to go to radio? Well, no, the, 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 actually the challenge with that album is that, I, I, as you said, it's like the very beginning, you know, it's very, oh, I think we, we talked, we did talk off, I don't remember, but it was like mm-hmm. very, very different, you know, yeah. from what I'm usually doing. And, and it's not easy because I still wanted to have my son, you know, appreciate that music. And as well, we're going like, you know, to the jazz station now, right now. And, and what we've been doing, like the radio promotion with the label, is that we've been uh, trying to promote the album in both the, the jazz market and the smooth jazz market. So, you know, to try to uh, not let down the fans or whatever, you know, I, I, and, and, and I want them to, like, really listen as well to or, or everything I'm doing, right? And mm-hmm. so so that was the only song that I could... I, just a couple of songs that I think can do well, you know, and that people like and started to play actually in, in a lot of uh, smooth stations. And but this one was the more obvious, you know, so because it was the one that was closer, has like a soul jazz kind of groove. Um, yeah. yeah. So. So, what kind of feedback uh, are you getting on the CD overall? Well, that's you know what the feedback is just incredible. Incredible! Everybody's like, "Wow, this is fabulous! This sounds great!" Mm-hmm. Or blah blah blah. But but from everyone, I mean, from the radios, from the fans, from like uh, musicians. You know, I get a bunch of my like, you know, friends in France or anywhere. I'm like, "Wow, this is sounds fabulous!" Even people doesn't doesn't really listen to uh, jazz or smooth jazz at all. <laughs> so even like a younger crowd or whatever. Um, so that's, that's pretty exciting. You know, I'm happy about that. You know, it's just uh, so much challenging, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, so far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> so good, good. Well, yeah, as I said, mm-hmm. this is a total departure for you, and it kind of mm-hmm. puts me in mind of um, Ken Navarro when he did his solo guitar CD. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. really a departure for him, but it's just that he just did a solo guitar CD with no other uh, instruments. It was just his guitar. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. But you know what? I say kudos mm-hmm. to you and congratulations on this because, like you said, you always you. Uh, have to reinvent yourselves and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can't stay stagnant in the same old box. you got to think outside the box sometimes. And this is um, this is really, really, oh, yeah. really Quite quite good for you. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, so I'm gonna let you pick the next song. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm gonna pick my favorite one. <laughs> okay. Well, this this is my most favorite song on the album, and um, and I, I even like um, I'm not gonna pick the vocal version, but there's a vocal version, and I like to say just a couple things about it, but. Because I kept two vocal tunes on the album, uh, because mm-hmm. like I said, they did like an English version of those songs, and I really like them. And there was a couple singles I really like, uh, but uh, and 
this one this one is uh, uh, the vocal version, this, which is the last one on the album, uh, is uh, um, it's been sang by uh, Steve Brookstein, uh, which was the first winner of X Factor in the UK, and oh. um, he did like had like a successful uh, successful uh, career in the UK and stuff like that. But and 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 the the fun the, the fun part part oh, sorry the fun part was that uh, I played differently on on the two versions because on the ver- on the vocal version I'm playing around what he's singing and on on that version that we're gonna hear now it's I'm playing the melody so so obviously I can't do the same thing so it's very interesting because sometimes you have you know, like a vocal version, instrumental version, and it's the same. This mm-hmm. one is not the same at all. I'm not playing the same thing at all. So uh, I think I just kept the solo. That was it, you know. But the rest, it's just very different. What I really love about the tune is, is the groove. And and I try to even, like, uh, in the mixing process, to make it even more. Because I don't know, these songs, from the very first time I heard it, it was like, I was like enchanted by it. You know, I was hypnotized. I don't know. I love it so much. And I thought that it just needed like a bigger, like, you know, like the drums, like we like, you know, more like a bit more bottom and stuff like that. Really like, really, you know, grounded to the floor. So we really can feel it in our stomach. So to make the, the really nice, um, 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 not different, um, uh, oh, I forget my words. Uh, between, because there's a lot of flutes and, and high tr- muted trumpets, you know, so um, so it will, uh, it will be very interesting to have all the spectrum, you know, from everything very high to very low. So, because it's a beautiful song. It's my favorite song. Anyway, and you know what? Just to finish on that that, that one thing, uh, uh, I was saying contrast. That's, that's what I was looking for. Uh, okay. Really okay. nice contrast. But mm-hmm. but just to finish on the very uh, um, uh, on the, my last word would be like and I think this is really perfect for the time we're living right now that is really really mm-hmm. tough all around the world. It is each day's gift. Mm. Okay, so I'm playing the instrumental version of this. Um, it's called mm-hmm. again each day's a gift.
right, that's the instrumental version of Each Day's a Gift. There's also a vocal version featuring Steve Brookstein on the CD called UNAM Goes Big Band. Um, this is, I'm telling you, I just, I am just still just so moved by this whole CD and how you have brought it all together. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Really nice. Thank you. Thanks so much, sir. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome. So now I know you're always working on something else. You you never take a break. You always busy. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, I mean, it's it's. I mean, we're laughing right now. It's not funny for some other people, but a lot of people now are, are experiencing, you know, like uh, work from home, and mm-hmm. um, especially in especially in France where I get all my family, whatever. It's like almost like brand new for everybody over there. I was like working from home. And yeah. uh, I know it's I know it's tough and, you know, I know we can't do the, the thing we, we like to do, you know, all the time. But, you know, most of the time I'm home working. So for me it's uh it's a bit different, you know. So um so yes, I'm working on um I've been working today I was finishing some stuff for James Day. <laughs> That's my different thing. Um you know, more like R and B, like a R and B duet that that we're working on. Um and um I'm working right now uh well I I'm working on two things right now. I was taking a break but I'm 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 back to work and um I might I did actually some remixes for the UNM Coast Big Band album, which is more like electro swing, which is a style on its own that a lot of not a lot of people knows about. Um, <laughs> well, I know someone that knows a lot about it, <laughs> mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, um, and uh, so I might just put them out, put them out, you know, just for fun and and to promote the album. It, it was kind of fun to do, uh, but as well, I know a lot of people are expecting that, and I'm gonna reassure everybody. I'm working on it, and it's happening, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> This is this is the part three for my future love uh, trilogy. So we had the part one, we had the love was uh, the part two. Both weren't you know like inc- incredible. I have to say it was it went incredible like going the bestseller and the Billboard chart to like whatever on you know, radios or whatever or everywhere. So no no no, I'm working on it. I got some tunes. I get the, I get the, the, the title for the album still working on it. I'm going to go back to it and hopefully uh, be out for um, uh, the end of of the year. It depends. But it depends if I think it's good enough. (laughs) But no, no, I'm excited about it. But I'm working on it. Okay. So I have a comment and a question from the chat room. Joshin's comment when things are normal mm-hmm. again, it should go on tour with the whole band and everyone dressed like on the cover. That would be really cool. Yeah, that that honestly, while you know it's like um, that that was that was the plan. Obviously, uh, I know uh, Mick uh, Targo, that is the as well the executive producer on the album and the, is together of the project. Uh, is, is, is or you know, been thinking about it already. You know, like trying to tour in Europe and uh, Germany and Estonia and I don't know here or whatever. And that was that was really the plan. So, um, so <coughs> if and and I hope so that everything going back to normal. Yeah, that 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 would be a joy. But you know what? That, 
I, I, you know, it doesn't have to be even this project. And what I like about it is that I can, it's, it's like, you know what? It can't, I never think about it, but now, now that I'm thinking, it's, it's like it's like my hero, George Benson. He, he mm-hmm. had that those two projects, you know, he was doing. He had like the Night King Cole tribute album that he did, and he was playing it live uh, with like the whole like, you know, string orchestra and stuff like that. But he was still playing Give Me the Night at the end of the show, <laughs> you know. So, and, and then he had some some of his own show, like his normal show, and 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 I think that would be something cool for me to do as well, you know. Like you can have some shows if it happens, you know, with the whole big band and all like you know dressed up and everything, and and then have like the more like usual like smooth jazz and funky shows. That would that would be great, you know. It's another like that I can do and that I have out there. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Now, if you did do that with the big band mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. traveled overseas to play, would you have to put wouldn't you have to put a band together here as well? Um or because that, that yeah, that that I have no idea. Uh yeah. you know like cost and traveling is always exactly. like big expenses, but but I, I, I believe so. I mean, I know that uh, uh, Meek uh, Tago, he, he was, he was uh, mentioning the other day, putting like a local big band and yeah. I'd like to conduct her myself, which makes more sense, though, you know, at some point, you know, because it's, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the music as well. So the music is written, you know. Uh, so I know there's like, it's better when you get your own big band and, and guys plays all the time together like when you have your own band it doesn't matter if it's big band or small band <laughs> but you know they used to play together but at the end of the day the music is written and even more in big band music you know there's no real the, the only the only people that really improvise is the soloist you know mm. so that's different from what we do in smooth jazz and funk so mm-hmm. so yeah, it would be it would probably be a mix of everything. You know, it would be I don't know, playing in Germany obviously you have the original big band, playing somewhere in Europe, depending on the budget, you have like a local big band, or you have a smaller band, you know local big band and same thing here or whatever in the US but so so we see. Time will tell. <laughs> okay, so Ollie's question is, did the C D take longer mm-hmm. to do than your CDs? Did this CD take a lot to produce in your other CDs? Well, uh, no, what, uh, uh, no, because because like I said earlier, the the, the music was all already done, so they took a long time uh, working on it. You know, like the original uh, songs in um, in Estonian and, and 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 the project, the original project they did like back in 2016. Now, so 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 the, so for me. It was just a matter of just recording my lead, but but that was that was cool about it. Actually, I had more time because I didn't have to spend that much time. So I just did like what what I did. I did uh, I did something I never did before. Um, I asked for all the the music shit, all the charts, the charts, um, and I learned all the melodies before I record because I was like. If I if I know the melody, because usually I write my stuff, so so I know the melody, right? But this is not songs that I, that I knew, and it's not even like classics or whatever that you know you have in your head, no matter what, whatever. No, that was so original songs. So I learned all the songs. I had like 
all my music papers, whatever, and I was practicing and learning everything before I record. So I took my time, and then so I wanted to be sure the melody was right, and I was, you know, trying to find a way to play. And then let it sit, uh, then go back, fix something. If it, I really took my time making sure all what I was playing, I was happy with each note. And I'm like 200%, you know, behind each note. So, <laughs> and, and, but then, you know what's funny? At some time, like I heard on, like, it stays the gift or I was on the single dance, I was, I was kind of messing around with those tunes at the beginning and kind of playing whatever. And uh, I recorded, like, uh, to solo one take, and I never been able to do it anymore. So I, I, I was I, I kept like the, the what I was calling like the demo messing around with, you know, like solos. Um but for the rest, yeah, same thing for the mix, you know, took my time, whatever. So I had more time. So no, but it didn't took me uh, as long obviously. Okay. All right. All right, so I am going to close the show with uh Track number eight, The Dance Must Go On, featuring Susanna Alexandra. Alexandra? Uh-huh. Tell me about, yeah, tell me about this one. Well, that's, that's one of the songs that, that, that I decided to, like, uh, keep the vocal because, uh-huh. because um, everybody sounded great on, 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 on the original from what I heard, but... I was like, that sounds great, but it's kind of, it, it was sounded too poppy to me. You know, it was not, didn't sound real. It sounded great, but doesn't sound real. But then that girl, I heard her, she's like, oh, she's like a genuine jazz singer. I love that. And, and I said, I want to keep it. You know, I don't want to make an instrumental. I just want to have, do a do it with her, you know, because she sounded really great. And, um, and so that's what that's what happened. And actually, you know what? I'm so excited about I did a remix of that song and which is like totally different, which is kind of a hip hop R and B. Uh yeah. it's like think think about Chap Calloway meets James Bond meets uh <laughs> I don't know, Wu Tang Clan something like that. <laughs> 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 I don't know. But but I'm I'm gonna release it, you know, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna pull it out like in a, in a couple months probably. But but yeah, I really love that tune. So um so yep, this that's what it is, that's Susanna. She was you know what's a shame, I just to finish about that, it's a shame because uh, she came to uh to uh study here in LA. Um I think it was UCLA or something like that. She music and and because of everything that happening, she was supposed to stay longer. And actually, she was uh, we were supposed about to meet up and uh, redo some new stuff on the remix and whatever. But uh, unfortunately, you know, because of everything happening, she had to go back home earlier because yeah. she couldn't find plane. So oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah. But she'll be back. She'll be she she'll be back. Okay. So before I let you go, I want to kind of um, talk mm-hmm. about Skytown Records and see who else mm-hmm. you, you're working on adding to the label. I had the pleasure of interviewing Ronnie Smith a few weeks ago. Um, thank you mm-hmm. for that. Uh, who, sure. Are you looking at new artists to add to the label? I'm always looking at new artists or whatever. You know, I'm I'm, I'm receiving a lot of demos and submissions, whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm like, okay. Right now, um, 
what we're doing right now is that we're working on the new uh, Matthias Fruce album. And Matt is on fire. He's on fire for the next one. And I'm really going to focus on that because uh, I really want him to, he really start to get more and more exposure. You know? He's starting to have a following. He's starting to have more exposure in the radio. We still have a lot of work. But, and I said, look, I want the next album. We, we, we need to like a, to do an amazing album. He's, he's, he's a really, really great songwriter. I really love that about him. He can really uh, write some melodies, whatever, but I'm going to be even more involved in, in, in that album. So that is the one thing. And the other thing I'd like to do uh, more, if I can find some time in my crazy life, <laughs> is that um, I, get, I get that um, super talented young girl beautiful girl uh, from Ukraine. Her name is uh, uh, Veronica. Uh, uh, like, her pseudo is called uh, Nikki Sacks. And we did release, like, almost, like, two years now, a year and a half, a cover version of uh, Havana. Uh, and I, 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 I mean, I would really love to find the time to finally, like, you know, finish the album for her. Mm-hmm. She has a lot. She has a lot to say. I mean, she she's a beautiful soul, and she gets so much emotions and whatever. And you know, I like that. So um, that would be the plan. But other than that, you know, we're open. You never know what what will happen. You know, it's like Ronnie. You know, it happens just in a few months. You know, so we're there. Yeah. Well, let me know when Nikki's CD is ready, and I would be happy to have her on yeah. and talk to her. Yeah. Let me yeah. know. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So um, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yes. Um, I think, uh, well, right now the big thing is uh, Instagram. So it's uh, UNAM Guitar, UNAM Guitar. Uh, what is uh, Facebook? Should be UNAM Prod. Uh, Twitter, uh, I guess it's the same. UNAM okay. Prod, UNAM, P-R-O-D, whatever. Uh, YouTube probably is the same. <laughs> But the best where to find me is on my website. It's u-nam.com. That's it. Okay. And there's also a website for the CD called unamgoesbigband.com. So check that out. Yeah, it's yeah. all information on the release. And it's also available in vinyl as well. So yeah. um, definitely check that out. unamgoesbigband.com. All right, Mr. Unam. Thank you again. Appreciate it. And thanks so much, Terry. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's like the album just been released, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like I need to do it. I could do an interview first with Terry because you've been like so supportive, like throughout the years. I don't even count the years anymore, and yeah, and I'm I'm so glad you didn't quit like you were about to because we need you, and I told you that before. Okay, so keep doing what you're doing. We love you. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. I still think about it sometimes, but you guys keep putting out music, and I'm like, oh, I want to talk to him about that. I want to talk to her about that. So when you stop putting out new music, then I guess I can retire. (laughs) I'm not going to stop, so. (laughs) And I don't think anybody's going to stop, so you're not going to get retired. (laughs) 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate that. You have a great day. And again, I'm going to close the show with The Dance Must Go On. Thanks to Ali J and Joshin in Germany for tuning in. Guys, love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. And I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth and check out UNAM's new CD, UNAM Goes Big Band. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.
the dance must go on, 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 Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz. And visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.